Welcome back to another episode of The Clay Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am pumped once again to be with you uh, here in this medium. I'm grateful to uh, have uh, just this ability, uh, grateful for this uh, technology, right, uh, that we can uh, consume contents, that we can consume input uh, that we choose, uh, not so much uh, input that we don't choose, which is uh, part of our issue as a society, once again, uh, just the inundation of information. Ideally, this podcast is something that uh, helps you to be a courageous leader, always yearning for more Jesus in your life, clay in his hands as he molds you as men, uh, to be the men that he has called you to be. Uh, that is the point. Uh, that is the whole purpose of this podcast. And if you're getting value here, I hope that you'll share it. I hope that you'll pass it on. And I hope that you'll have conversations. Uh, I hope that this is a, uh, a starting point for you, not an ending point. I hope that this leads to uh, having uh, questions and answers and conversations with other brothers who are doing life as well, who are engaged in living out life. Uh, if you are interested in what that means, uh, take a look at the last episode, uh, To Live as Christ, or is it? is the question for all of us to answer. And uh, another question that comes up uh, for many of us is why? Why is all of this happening? Why do people want uh, such weird things to be passed in legislation? And uh, why, do, why, do people, uh, why do people care so much about uh, what it is that offends somebody else or making sure that this world is, uh, is one that is, I guess, the least offensive, right? And the reality is, as we look around, and uh, we can see this in Scripture as well, uh, in God's word, as we dive in, uh, you can definitely tell that there is uh, there there's something going on in the heart of uh, our heart of men since uh, since the beginning of of sin, and that is the the desire to uh, build this life, this world uh, without God in it, to uh, to develop a heaven on earth uh, without God in it, to make everybody happy, and to uh, to to have this fulfilling life without God in it without God as part of it. Because if we can remove God from the equation, if we can remove God from the equation, then, well, we can be our, we can be our own God. We can do what we want. We can have and be and feel and make the decisions that make us the most happy and the most content, that feel the best to us in the moment. This is how, uh, this is, this is how many, uh, many a faith has uh, spun off from uh, Christianity, from the truth. And, and mixed and mingled and, 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 and scratched and clawed and really destroyed the destroyed theology to come up with our own beliefs and our own feelings. You see, it's not just those that don't believe in Jesus that's, that, that struggle here with this idea of, of, of a heaven on earth and creating, uh, creating a world without God. It's, it's people that say that they believe in God. They just don't believe in the right God. They don't believe in the one true God. They believe in the God that they have made up and manifested in their own mind to fit their own agenda. Uh, this is where uh, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, and many others have come from. Uh, come from men who have uh, decided that uh, what they know is better, what they know must be right, and, and not uh, taken note of history or context. Uh, who who would choose to say that the Bible is not uh, the book that we say that it is because they don't feel like it and they haven't done the research. They haven't actually looked into uh, the many, many proofs of, uh, of many, many earthly proofs, honestly, of, of why the Bible is what it is. From the uh, accuracy uh, of the historical record of Scripture to, uh, to the, the many, uh, many, many, 
many copies that have been found in so many different places over so many years, uh, dating back to the time periods that the Bible claims to uh, have been written. Uh, the accuracy, again, of those historical records, the uh, picture-perfect profile of, of, of Jesus and, and his life, uh, the evidence of the resurrection, all of these things uh, that, uh, that, that come down to and, and provide uh, further evidence for truth are also things that uh, we, we want to, uh, as men, uh, pretend like they don't exist so that uh, we can say what we want to say once again and, and feel how we want to feel and arrive at conclusions that uh, lead us to uh, live a, a life that uh, we can be okay with because uh, we want to do it on our terms. And that's nothing new. That's nothing new at all. Uh, in fact, there's nothing new under the sun. Check out Ecclesiastes if you're uh, interested in a, uh, uh, actually, a really, really, really uh, profound uh, book of wisdom, but also it, it, it's, it's, it's a journey. So uh, you might want to go on, on that journey with, with a couple brothers in that one. Uh, outside of that, guys, <laughs> there's this there's just this phenomenon where uh, we want to build heaven on earth. We want to build this heaven, this oasis life on earth, and we want to do it without God. We want to do it without God because uh, we don't feel like we need Him in in many regards as as humans. Now, many of us know that uh, we need Him and we can't do this life without Him, and that we would not be here without Him. Our lives may or may not show that, right? But my point here, my point in this episode, is when we ask why, we ask why all this stuff is is going on, we ask why the world is the way that it is around us, we we know the answer. We we know why. And we've got to stop asking why, and we've got to start asking uh, where do we fit in in all of this? Where do we fit in? Because it's not that we're enlightened and that we know this secret message and that uh, we, uh, as Christians, as uh, men of God, have the, the, the answers that are, are just top secret and you got to wait to find them, right? Uh, no, and the, the reality is uh, our belief is very much so countercultural. It's very much so countercultural. It goes against this idea of living for yourself and finding what makes you happy and living to your own self-satisfaction. Very much so. It's, it's, it goes against the grain of the world, and, and that's okay. That's actually, that's actually a good thing. If your life feels like it is in friction with the world, then um, that, that may be a good sign. It could also be a sign that you are just uh, outside of moral bounds altogether. So don't, I mean, don't, don't take what I just said there as gospel. But if you're pursuing Jesus, if you're courageously leading, always yearning for more than more of Him, and you feel like you're in opposition to the world, well, brother, welcome to the battle. Welcome to the battlefield. It means that you have stepped into the battle. You've stepped into the opposition. You've stepped into the friction. And yeah, you're going to get burned. And you're going to get scars. You're going to get bruises. You're going to have some difficult conversations. You're going to have some difficult moments. Your association, your uh, the, the friends that you spend the most time with, you may spend less time with. Or perhaps those friends are ones that uh, sharpen you as iron sharpens iron. Guess what? There's friction there too. We should be challenging one another. We should be spurring one another on. As we run this race, as we pursue this goal together, of, of being the church, of, of, of this great commission that we've been called into. There is a, a mission in the heart of all of you, of all of us. 
It is to be the man that God has called us to be. And yes, that's going to look different than the world. That's the point. We should look different. We should sound different. We should live differently. Our lives should look different. They should. People should look at us and go, what is different about this guy? There's something going on. What is this hope that he has? What is this life that he has? It's because I'm not trying to make heaven on earth. I'm not trying to build heaven on earth, especially without God. Not at all. I realize that uh, this life is one that is temporary. It's temporary. It's finite. There will be an end of my life here at some point, just like there will be an end of your life here at some point. So while the world is trying to create heaven on earth, how about we point them to what heaven truly is? Why don't we point the world to who God truly is? In the way that we live, the way that we act, the way that we talk, the way that we breathe. How about we be the beacon, the light that the world needs us to be? Because the world does need us. Guys, like it or not, God God, God can do what he needs to do. That's part of the, the beauty here is that there's an invitation into uh, this mission. There's an invitation to get involved. But God isn't sent back dependent upon you. He's not. Which is, I mean, if you think about it, that's pretty great. There's this open invite to get involved. So let's do it. Let's get involved. Let's be the men that God has called us to be. In a world that's trying to create heaven on earth, in a world that's seeking to uh, satisfy carnal desires, the flesh, Let's be, let's be the world that shows what, let's, let's be to the world, men that show it, what it means to be ultimately satisfied in Jesus. What would that look like in your life and mine? Talk about that. Take that question. Make that a discussion question. Grab one or two. And let's, let's continue the conversation. Let's be the men that God has called us to be. You got some value here. If this uh, uh, podcast, this episode raised some questions for you, got you thinking, got your heart moving a little bit, got you a little excited, I hope it did, share it. Share it. This is a short episode. Uh, hopefully, it, it drives you to conversations, drives you to do something differently, maybe to challenge the status quo a bit. With that, guys, we'll catch you on the next episode. Courageously leading, always yearning, clay in his hands. We'll catch you guys soon.